Good morning. It is Wednesday, September 6th, 2023. You're listening to the Red Sea Roundup. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Deacon Mike Beauvais. Today, as always, we have a great show for you. This morning, I'm excited to be speaking with John Pachi, director of the Brazos Valley Catholic Charities of Central Texas. Uh, we're live this morning, so if there's something you want to add to the conversation, feel free to give us a call, 85-LOVE-RED-SEA. That's 855-683-7332. Good morning, John. How are you? Good morning, Deacon Mike. I'm doing great. Thank you. And thank you, Red Sea, for having me. Well, it's very nice to have you. We've talked before, and it's always exciting to find out what's new at um, Catholic Charities. Yes. And um, there, there are several things that are happening that yes. uh, we're going to be talking about in just a second. But for those listeners who have not heard you before, I thought we'd talk a little bit about your background. How'd you get to be the Brazos Valley Director of Catholic Charities of Central Texas. Wow, thank you. Uh, well, you know, I've, I've been with Catholic Charities now six years, and the first three and a half, I acquired this position as the Financial Stability Director, one of our programs in Austin. And I got there by way of going to the Creating Hope Luncheon in Austin. I learned more about Catholic Charities, like we like people, and, ask, and that's why we invite people to learn more about our mission, and I did that day. And I think the Holy Spirit knocked on my, my door and said, um, this is your new career now. Go pursue it. And I listened and I didn't hesitate. And I applied for that position and earned it and was, a, well, blessed to be, be awarded it, if you will, and um, been here ever since. So then uh, this opening came up here in Brazos Valley. We did not have um, a local leader, if you will. And we took the opportunity to look at it and see the position we were in and wanted to grow more and help more. And so I uh, volunteered to move uproot from Austin and here we are two, two and a half years later. And uh, so you're here in Bryan uh, area full time, but uh, you all just added a facility in Colleen also. We did. So uh, yes. what inspired Catholic Charities to expand into the Colleen area? Yeah. So when we look to expansion, we look where the need is and what those needs are. And our programs fit specific needs, right? And fulfill those services through our six, now going on seven programs. So um, the need was definitely out there. We know there's a veterans community. We have a veterans program. We also have um, the refugee services that work out of that office. And, um, you know, most of our programs are run out of there. So why we moved to Colleen is following the services, where the, or following the needs, I should say, where the, where the services can fulfill those needs. Now, this is the main reason that Catholic Charities exists, is to help with the needs that we find in local communities. And so what are some of the areas that you feel one needs the most attention mm-hmm. and this will vary from community to community, yeah. but let's start here in the Brazos Valley. Mm-hmm. What area do you see needing the most assistance through Catholic charities of central Texas? Yeah. So what we're seeing a lot of need is for the parents who are, you know, have children zero to 36 months. They're, they're pregnant or up to 36 months of children. And um, the need there is really to 
understand a healthy start to their child's life. And, you know, we talk about pro-life a lot, right? But we want to make sure that they're getting a healthy start to life. And pro-life isn't just about the birth, it's the entire life, right? And so when we take them in, that's a need that's being served to learn and be educated, not only in for the health reasons, but to be a good parent, life skills, financial skills, right? So we have that opportunity to fulfill that, that need. That's, a, that's growing more and more, especially after the Roe versus Wade decision was reversed. Um, we've seen that uptick. So um, we're, we're so blessed to be able to do that and provide for that. I also see financial needs. That, that's rampant. It's been like that since I've been at Catholic Charities for six years. And out here in the Brazos Valley, predominantly it's the people who are, you know, low income, who are not getting enough income, low income meaning they're not get, making enough money, right? And so um, we have to show them different ways to um, uh, find maybe more jobs or different jobs or, you know, better educate them. So those are the two glaring needs that I've seen. There's also um, uh, mental health needs. And we're able to fulfill, you know, that service as well as serve those that, um, you know, are, are going through whatever challenges that life is bringing them and need some help through that, through mental health services. Uh, one thing I wanted to get back to is because this is usually one of the knocks on the pro-life movement mm -hmm. is the fact that, well, you only care about the baby before it is born and nobody cares right. afterwards, which, of course, is obviously a lie because Catholic Charities has been doing this for years. <laughs> yes. Yes. In fact, uh, this is we're going on 15 years in the Brazos Valley. And um, so we're proud to say that 25 years is our anniversary this year for Catholic Charities across the diocese. So in saying that, that's what we've been doing over the past 25 years over our area is with the life and after the birth. We're continuing to fulfill the service need that they are looking for, they're searching for. It's not only the materials they receive, it's the education that they're receiving. And, and you know, stories upon stories of these, these mothers and fathers, moms and dads coming to our program and uh, now getting education, like college education, that they never thought they had. So, you know, that's why we call it creating hope when we do our annual events. It's, it's, we, are, we are doing that every day. We're creating that hope. And giving them that hope and that life proceeding from birth and, and able to help them through that. And I think this is uh, truly an example of what the church means by pro-life. Yes. Because it is for the life of the child. It's for the life of the parents. It's for the life of the people that are struggling with mental issues, physical issues. Correct. These sort of things that, you know, financial issues. Financial that, issues. Catholic Charities of Central Texas is able to step in and say, we care about you. Yes, <laughs> we definitely care. And, and, you know, we live by the Catholic social teaching, treating everyone with dignity. Um, you know, we have a video that's out there that shows about Catholic Charities, right? And one of the, I love what um, Deacon Bill Scarmato said in that video. He said, he, he, was, he was quoting, what was it, Matthew um, 2540? least of my brother, right? I mean, and, and you know, um, one of these least brothers you've done for me, right? So on that context, it, it's really about that. It's about that dignity. Um, I, I think it extends even more than our services sometimes, Deacon Mike. I was just 
reminded the other day, um, the, the county sheriff, just to give you a, a quick story, if you don't mind, the county sheriff department, they do the, um, they have the inmates who come out and do pickup and cleanup and they keep our beautiful area, Barazas Valley area clean. Right. And so they did that. They do that. And they do it right in front of our office. Our staff decides to take cold water bottles out to them and just as a gesture, give that. So I think that's a microcosm of how we live as good Christians and provide even a cold bottle of water to someone out in that heat who's keeping our area beautiful. And so taking that extension back in, backwards into the services they provide, you can just understand how well they do that for our families and how much we do really care, as you suggest. We talked a little bit about the three primary needs that you see primarily here in the Brazos Valley. Now, the new facility in Colleen, is there a difference in your primary need that you see there, or is it pretty much the same? It's similar, yeah, and that's why we're there. Um, there's obviously a more population of veterans, and we have veterans case managers working out of that office for that purpose. And so it makes it simpler for them to reach those services, for the veterans to reach those services. You know, the, the, the main need doesn't go away from place to place. It just, there may be more of it in one place to the other. And I think when you talk about veterans population, we love to, to, to serve them and help them because, you know, there are those that um, may not be housed. They may need housing assistance, right? Um, they've fallen on hard times and they've done the service that we are so grateful for. We want to return that to them in best way possible. And how do we do that? We, ha- we help them with financial education, financial services, help them find different jobs, better jobs, like I said before. Um, it's really about a hand up and not the hand out. And um, so to answer your question, they're, they're very similar with a little more of the population for veterans, and that's, that's our program, St. Michael's Veterans Program. Now, um, you are part of the Austin Diocese. Yes. And uh, I know that Bishop Joe Vasquez is a great proponent of Catholic Charities. Absolutely. Talk a little bit about that relationship with the bishop yeah. and Catholic Charities of Central Texas. Yes, we're so grateful for Bishop Joe's support. Um, he was out at our event in April at the hotel, Texas A&M Hotel, our, our evening event. And um, show great support. You know, we had the um, guest speaker who was one of our clients who told her story. And he gave her a wonderful blessing. And you can see the picture out on social media now. It's so beautiful to see that. But his support, without his support, I'm not sitting here talking to you right now. And I, I, I sincerely say that. Sp- speaking of Colleen, uh, Bishop Joe on site did the dedication, prayerful dedication to the building. Um, back a couple of weeks ago, and we had about, uh, you know, over 50 people show up to witness this. And so to see that and see his presence and feel his presence um, through this mission that we are helping and serving others um, is, is, you know, again, without his leadership, um, we couldn't do it. And um, this, I think, is so important for our listeners to understand is that Catholic Charities of Central Texas is in part a continuing ministry of the church. 
yeah. in Central Texas, of which, of course, Bishop Joe Vasquez is the leader. Yes. And so it's important to know that, you know, all of us have a role in this mm-hmm. because ultimately that a charge from Jesus in uh, Matthew 25 is for all of us. All Whatever of us. you did to the least of my brothers, yes. you've done for me. Yes. And so we have this obligation in part to assist in this. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. We just came out of a couple of weeks ago, Catholic Charities Weekend, and to let everybody in the parishes, the 125 parishes in the diocese know about Catholic Charities and understand we're here to serve and we're here to help the, the communities that we serve in. And without the teamwork of our community and the teamwork from the diocese, none of this can happen, right? So what you say is, is true is we all pitch in whatever that is and we, 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 we activate and we help and we support. Well, we receive that support from the diocese throughout our 25 counties of the diocese, but we also on our own make this mission work because we're doing it on the ground every day. The staff that you see at our office, the staff in Colleen, the staff in Austin. And so um, I think there's just a, a, a full relationship, a full circle of relationship when it comes to diocese, when it comes to us, and then it comes to our community, our brothers and sisters coming together to support us and help us, whether it's volunteering, whether it's financial, prayers, it's all there. It's all felt within our community of, of Catholic Charities of Central Texas. And I want to remind our listeners, I'm talking to John Pachi, the director of the Brazos Valley Office of the Catholic Charities of Central Texas. And um, I wanted to spend a little bit of time on the individual programs that you offer through Catholic Charities. So um, just begin with one of them. and Yeah, I think... So there's no order, <laughs> just so you know. Um, we have seven programs now. And, um, you know, starting out with disaster being the one that, you know, takes effect where disasters have to happen, right, for us to activate. So we are prepared to do that. At any time uh, a natural disaster happens, we want to be on site at multi-agency resource centers and to provide mental, assistance, mental health assistance, case management, um, distributions of water or needs, you know, basic needs. And so we're going to be out there for that. Um, we also do uh, emergency trainings from time to time to the community to, to help, you know, preparedness, disaster preparedness trainings. And um, so that's how we, we we're activate through our 25 counties for disaster. Um, we have the St. Michael's veterans that I briefly touched on earlier, and that's um, for veterans who are needing financial assistance when they're housed, they may be, you know, behind on their rent, behind on a utility bill, could be needing advocacy for jobs, could be needing car repairs assistance. And guess what? You know, if you, if you can't get to work, you can't work, right? So you need that car repaired. Well, we can offset the cost of your rental payments or your basic needs payments and bills and pay for your car to be fixed. So we do that for veterans as well. Um, that's done all over our, our diocese, including here in Brazos Valley. And, um, so St. Michael's veterans, and then the financial stability program, very similar. We provide the rental assistance, utility assistance, many hours of education. In fact, last year, 
as an agency, we delivered over uh, close to 2,200 hours of education, financial and life skills, health skills for the parents. And um, so we're really proud of that uh, because that's, you know, you can get in financial stability, help with your rent, help with your utilities, but are we serving fully by just doing that and only that, right? It's a big part of it, but we got to educate and they've got to learn. They've got to understand different things that they'd never heard of. You know, we, we learn something every day, right? <laughs> so, well, I remember coming out of college and I knew right? nothing about budgeting. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and some people, even as adults, don't formulate that idea or don't understand how to do, what's the difference between a need and a want? You know, we teach that as, as a basic education part. So we're really proud of that too. And we see a lot of uh, great stories and outcomes because they now know what to do and what not to do, right? and what to spend and what not to spend on. What's important, what's not as important. Um, so that's financial stability. And, um, you know, we have great partnerships in our local area with, with um, Brian Texas Utility, BTU. Um, we just uh, became partners with them on their new program that they're rolling out called Roundup. It's <laughs> Good name. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, copyright. No, but um, they, they uh, have the customers, they're offering the customers to round up their, their pay, bill payments and, um, that money will be uh, provided to financial stability programs so that we can help their customers and our clients with that. And then um, we have the immigration legal services and refugee services. Those are tied together, but they're separate. <laughs> um, the immigration legal services are providing services for those who are seeking, um, you know, the naturalization process, how to become naturalized citizens and um, don't know where to turn and how to do it we have legal attorneys that can um, help them navigate that system. The refugee services, uh, just so um, everyone knows, that is a brand new program that I'm still acquiring some knowledge about. <laughs> so, um, but I, I will say that uh, it, it, it's many of the Afghanistan refugees, Cuban refugees and Ukrainian refugees who have um, you know, come here with proof that they're refugees. People, I, I want everyone to understand that uh, because I hear this, and that's why I bring this up. Well, refugees, you know, they just come over. No, they're not those that just come over. It's it, They have to have proof that they're a refugee fleeing their country, whether it's through, um, uh, could be Christian persecution, you know. So it's it's really a, a need that we're trying to serve those who have a purpose here and that, that we want to help them through that. And that's what the refugee services do. And then um, the St. Gabriel Pregnancy Empowering Program is a, great program, as I mentioned earlier, for the parents, you know, moms and dads that, you know, just they, they, they're expecting or they already have their children three, th 36 months and below who, um, you know, acquire a lot of education and a lot of health skills education. Uh, I'll give you a, for instance, we have a six week program right now that we're partnered with Texas A&M AgriLife. They're teaching them and I want to be in this class too, by the way, <laughs> uh, they're teaching them how to garden, how to grow healthy vegetables, cucumbers, carrots, you know, and they are loving this. I mean, they're getting the nuts and bolts of how to grow their own gardens. And that's part of the healthy lifestyle that we're teaching at Catholic Charities for these that parents. That sounds like a fascinating program. Absolutely. Uh, and, and I've had, you know, people who, my colleagues that work in Austin, can I come to that class? I'll drive there, you know, that kind of stuff. So it's really been a, a nice add to this. And, and that, that just speaks volumes to, um, you know, how we want to serve and how we want to approach the needs. And again, 
partnerships and community partnerships are so valuable. We can't do it alone. None of us can do anything in life alone, right? We all need help. Um, predominantly, number one, we need the, the help from our Lord. And um, those prayers always are there to help. And then we have to, you know, make it work and, and activate. And that's what, uh, that's why we, you know, I continue to try and form more partnerships around our community who want to help. And, and we, you know, we're so blessed to have that in this community. That's part of why I wanted to work here. Now, uh, I'm assuming since you're called the Catholic Charities of Central Texas, that you have some kind of test to make sure they're Catholic when they come to you? That's a great question that you ask, <laughs> and the absolute answer to that is no. <laughs> Let me say that again, no. We serve anyone in need. Anyone meaning any faith, religion, doesn't matter. We don't ask. We don't know. That is not even a question. And so... Um, we wouldn't be you know, doing the, what we say about the Matthew um, verse is, is serving anyone in need and, or the, the least of any brother. And so, um, no, we don't. We serve anyone in need. And um, we just want this community and the people in this community to thrive and get better and improve, fight the cycle of poverty, and just make it more livable and, and hopeful for people. You know, we're, we're providing that hope with these services too. And that's the, you know, the, the, we don't want to lose sight of that either. And if we were just, you know, uh, pigeonhole it to a certain religion or faith, then we wouldn't be doing the service to the community, would we? And I think this is so important for people to re recognize is that Catholic Charities helps on a need basis. Correct. You need help, they're there. Yes, and you don't ask in a disaster, well, point me to the Catholic on that street. Right. It's anyone who needs the help. Who needs it. And sure. I think this is really, really important. And this is one of the reasons why it's so important to support Catholic charities. Because if you just uh, condense it down to a certain group, yes, you can determine how much it's going to cost you to do this. Right. But if you have it open for everyone. Everyone. You never know what's the needs going to be. And so you need to be prepared and the more assistance you receive from people. the Yeah. And it, you know, whether you're Catholic or not, many of us are, uh, take the Catholic out of it. We're both mm -hmm. Catholic, but take it, take that out of it. Many of us are one or two episodes away from being in that need, right? Yes. Disastrous episodes uh, or, or crisis driven episodes. Right. So we understand that. And by serving all and any, it, it just makes us, live by our Catholic and Christian values. But the other side of this, of course, that I find so interesting is that not only does Catholic Charities worry about providing the immediate assistance, it's the education to keep it from happening again, if possible. Right. That is so much of the program. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, you can feed with the fish, right? But if you teach how to fish, it just lasts longer, doesn't it? It goes long-term, and, and that's what we do. That's our that's our model. Now, one of the things, uh, and you talked a little bit about this uh, already, that you partner with other uh, groups mm -hmm. to help with your... Um, uh, with your uh, call... Does that go the other way around also? Do other yes. uh, agencies t uh, ask you for assistance? Sure, you bet. So we, we 
I like to say that we're um, mutual partners, and that means that we reciprocate. Um, first of all, I mentioned we have seven programs, right? And we stay in those lanes. We stay in those seven lanes. When the case manager is working with our families and they understand a food need or XYZ need, we don't, XYZ mean we don't have that in our service. That's when we counter that and say, okay, here's the resource. Let's make a phone call to that partner. And the same happens over there. And they, and I like to hear in our, our area, um, we have, you know, mutual relationships that we work together on where they directly contact our staff too, right? So they can, you know, reach out to them and doesn't mean that we, you know, speed them up the process and getting them help, but at least they know they have someone directly to reach out to at Catholic Charities when they're a community partner of ours. And I'd like to think everybody's a community partner, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, yes. so, uh, like, but, I, yeah. But I think this is one of the important things uh, in our area, especially, and I, I'm assuming this is a relationship that you have built in Austin. That's a relationship yes. you're building in Colleen, you where you get to know the groups that are in a similar uh, category as sure. you are. And that you tried to work together so that you fulfilled even the needs that you're not necessarily you, fulfilling. You, you bring up a good point because I get many referral requests across my desk. You know, may I be a, a referral resource or, or may I, you know, the other way around, may I be a referral resource for you and your families. I vet, I call, I talk through it, I ask questions. You know, we, we, we want to be very careful and selective because... You know, it's on the behalf of our families where we're sending for their, you know, additional assistance that we, we don't serve. And so, yes, I'm very uh, mindful of that and to make sure that we are all aligned in our services. And I haven't really found a bad one yet, Deacon Mike, just to let you know, but we do our diligence. And I want everybody to understand that, too. It's, it's very important um, that we, you know, protect our families that we're serving by sending them to the right place and mostly the right places around our area. And I think that's important again for our listeners to know is that when they call Catholic charities and you say, well, that's not something we can help you with, but here's yes. a resource for you that they know that you've already done that due diligence. Precisely. That they can trust that that referral is going to be where they need to be. Yes. Yeah. It's very important for them to know that. And, yeah. um, you know, people, especially people in need, uh, mm -hmm. sometimes have the sense that no one's listening. Yes. And I think that's, one of the, again, one of the important things that Catholic Charities does is provide that opportunity for them to be acknowledged that you recognize their need. Yes. Rather than that, well, no, we don't help you. Right. Please go away. Yeah. You know, our, our three E's are very important to know, the engage, educate, and empower. And when you're engaging, that's the listening part. That's understanding what their needs are, their holistic needs. You know, they may come in with one issue or crisis, but, you know, as they talk and they explain, the case managers with their acute listening skills understand more and are able to, you know, take advantage of our internal services and provide, you know, them with one-stop shop, if you will, or reach out to other partners. Which brings up another question, which I hadn't really thought about uh, before we uh, got together, but... Uh, it must take a certain kind of individual to volunteer or 
work for a place like Catholic Charities of Central Texas. And oh, yeah. I would imagine when you find the right people, that's a wonderful group of people to work with. Absolutely. Uh, volunteers, first want to say thank you to all of our volunteers across our 25-county diocese. And very thankful for our local volunteers here who are answering the call. And, you know, I always reach out to our community and say, do you want to help? You want to serve? You want to make a difference? Here's the different ways. Volunteer, you know, financial support, whatever, right? So the volunteers are very important, very um, much a special person, like you said. They, they, they take their own time and dedicate their own time to their charity of choice. And we're so thankful that some choose Catholic Charities of Central Texas. Yes. Um, we have, you know, brought in some volunteers that come every week. They just love it so much. You know, the, the environment, the atmosphere there is positive. It's, there's energy there. There's, there's, you know, they know they're making a difference. And that's what, that's what I want to make sure that they're getting the most out of too, is that they're making a difference, that they're not just wasting their time, if you will, for lack of a better term. So very important um, to have volunteers. And I, I call out anyone listening now, if you want to get involved, please, you know, give us a call and, and we'll take you through the steps of wanting to see what you want to do. And, and we can uh, have you over for, for a little volunteership. And uh, uh, Catholic uh, Charity of Central Texas began in Austin. And so is that still the main office for? Yeah, if you, if you want to term it that way by, by way of, um, you know, the coverage area, uh, you know, they're, they're covering a wide area around the Austin area, not only in Austin. You know, you go up north in the Georgetown, Round Rock, those places. You know, there's, there's 25 counties in the Diocese of Austin. So, yeah, Austin covers uh, many of those. And yet we are right here covering our four of the seven counties that are within the Diocese of Austin. And um, so to answer your question, yeah, we, we still have the, most of the population of our employee staff is in Austin office, yes. And our directors of our programs all office out of the Austin office. Uh, one of the reasons I asked this mm -hmm. is because, you know, there's 25 counties in the Diocese of Austin yeah. that Catholic Charities assists with. Yes. Say somebody drives up from Nav Navasota, which uh -huh. is not in the Diocese Correct. of Austin. Yeah. Uh, anything different? So understanding what they need, first of all, right? Um, that is a Grimes County resident. And Grimes County is served by the um, Houston-Galveston Catholic Charities. So by way of um, respect to them and their, and their mission, you know, we, we do ask them if they would be interested in, you know, us contacting them on their behalf or if. They wanted to contact them themselves. You know, a lot of people like to just do it, take it upon themselves. They already took it upon themselves to contact us. So they'll, they'll do that, their own thing. Um, that's the first thing. That's the first step. So we talk about referrals and resources. Well, there's one right in our backyard, Catholic Charities of Houston Galveston. Um, if it's something that Houston Galveston may not serve by way of, then we have other resources and, and allow for that process to take hold and, and their whatever mission we, we, we refer them to. And uh, so it's, it's no closed door, Deacon Mike. It's, it's, it's always, okay, where can we, how, how can we find the help for them, right? And if this we cannot is, serve them ourselves. This is what I was trying to emphasize, yeah. is the fact that it makes no difference where you come from. Exactly. If you're in need, Catholic Charities is going to find resources. Yes. 
that are able to help you even if at that moment they cannot. Certainly. And I've gotten to um, know some people in Navasota. So I know, so I understand what they have to offer at the resources center there. And uh, that helps. That helps help, helps us help. <laughs> Again, I want to remind our listeners, I'm talking to uh, John Pachi, the Brazos Valley Director of Catholic Charities of Central Texas. And now on the flip side of what we've been talking about, mm-hmm. if you're not in need of help, <laughs> how can you help? Yes. Catholic Charities. Yeah, so we have opportunities to volunteer, as I mentioned before. Um, our financial support is always welcomed. Prayers are always welcome. Um, if you're looking to financially support us, there are a few ways you can do that, all on our website. And, you know, cccTX.org is the best way to find that out. Um, you can follow us on social media. All of our social media linkages are on our website, right at the top page of the first page. There's a Right next to the donate button, there's a, <laughs> there's a Facebook and a uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter uh, accounts as well. So um, you can follow us. And if you're already a follower, please like and share and you know, just spread the word. Evangelize for us, too. We, we always need that help. So there's many ways that you can help us. Um, you know, definitely financial, definitely volunteer, definitely the social media route, if that's your flavor. Yeah. Um, now, you talked about creating hope. Um, this is one of your main fundraisers yeah. here in the Brazos Valley. Um, what times of the year do you no- yeah. normally have that? Yeah. So ours here in Brazos Valley is in April. It'll be late April again. We usually, um, schedule it after the Easter season. And so, um, this past, well, this year in April, it was April, it was the last uh, Thursday in April, uh, through some feedback, wink and a nod, Deacon Mike, um, <laughs> The Thursday night, we're going to move to a Friday night this year. Thank you. <laughs> so you and Marion are going to be there this yes, time. Yes, <laughs> we will be there. So a um, little inside joke there, but yeah, but great feedback, first of all. Yeah, we're, so we're going to try the Friday night, and uh, that'll be in last, you know, late April. Yeah, don't have a date yet, but you'll, well, everyone will know about it. Yes, and uh, we will certainly air it here on Catholic radio to let everybody know when it's happening. Yes. And I, I tell you from, from what I, you know, I asked for feedback all the time and from what all I heard was nothing but good about the program and about the, um, I'll, I'll say her, Holly is her name. She did a wonderful job and in, in service to herself too, to talk about her story. And, and, uh, she came through our Gabriel St. Gabriel pregnancy and parenting program and also, um, there was some mental health services that were provided to her family. So uh, doing that, but then everybody's had a, a wonderful time, a wonderful way to celebrate the community and, and the community that, you know, was attending that night. Uh, so we want to see more out there. The people that were there um, helped us meet our goal. And um, we just, you know, love to see more come out and, and witness and experience all the, the good that, that they get when they go to our annual events. And I think this uh, was for me always the most uh, impressive thing about this is to get to hear from people who have actually been assisted through the programs at uh, Catholic Charities and the change it has made in their life. Yes. 
the transformation is phenomenal to hear these stories. And Holly's not the only story. She, I tell people there's many stories like Holly. She just has enough courage to get up in front of 200 people and <laughs> say it, right? So, um, but, but seriously, there's many stories like that. And the transformation, the, you know, going into college education that they never thought they could, right? Um, thought they were going to be out on the street and we prevented them from being homeless. Um, able to give them that, you know, uh, blanket, right, of protection and help and hope. And that's, that's what uh, comforts us the most to know that we're doing the right thing for our community and our families because, you know, without them coming out of our programs in a positive way, um, it really makes it challenging to understand for people who aren't there every day, because I see it every day. But people aren't there every day to understand exactly what we're doing. And that's, like you said, to hear those types of um, transformation stories and changing lives. Um, these, this staff, and there's a picture of them right here. That's about three staff right there. They just do phenomenal work. I can't say enough great things about what they've done and the, the feedback I get from the clients, too, that, that they say, you know, what they say about them, you know. Um, tells us that we're in the right place and we're doing the right thing. Like you said, it takes special people to, to do this type of work. But also, I think that uh, the education part of what you do, mm-hmm. the confidence it provides for people that they can now do this yes. is so important. Yes. A lot of aha of, moments. Yes. yes. Because mm-hmm. I think, you know, a lot of times when you're in need, there's a sense there's nothing I can do. Mm-hmm. Hopelessness. And, mm-hmm. Yes. And this again, yeah. the motto, creating hope. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Yes. But that education provides that hope because yes. it provides that confidence that I now know how to do this. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Can't say it enough that the education that they receive from life skills, you know, they, they learn about how to, um, what's the healthy way to raise your child? What's the healthy way to be a pregnant mother? All of that's tied in to our education. What's the best way to budget? How does credit work? You know, many people don't understand that and don't understand the impacts of that for, for pricing, you know, your, your insurances. If you buy auto insurance and your premium may be higher because of your credit rating, right? So that, that has to be understood and taught. And many people aren't, aren't aware of that until they get help from us. And so, yeah, we're, we're very much on the mode of that education and um, always finding new ways to educate, you know, different current ways to educate. And uh, we have tried and true um, education curriculum, too. Uh, this, you know, this, these are um, substantial uh, curriculum and they're, they're very much tailored to who we serve. We've got just under three minutes left. So thinking outside the box I would like for you to speak a little bit about what your hopes are for Catholic Charities going forward. Yeah, going forward, I think what I would like to see is more and more awareness of what we do. And that's part of my job, right, Um, of of the work that we do and the great work we do. And being out, out here on Red Sea Radio is part of that mission of getting more awareness so that more people can contribute the way they want to contribute when it feels good to them. And if that's financially, great. If that's volunteering, great. If that's liking something on our Facebook page, great. So that, that community awareness in, in mass 
in our four counties here in Brazos Valley. And if it extends out to Colleen and all these other areas that we serve, that's even better. Right. So that, that's what we, that's what I want. I want to see that because I think when we have more awareness, more people can get the help they need and all the help that we just talked about today. And I think this is one of the things that, uh, you know, education is not just for the people coming to your uh, facility. It's also for the people that are out there that maybe have not heard of Catholic mm-hmm. Charities and the education of what it is that you do yes. and the impact that you have Correct. by what you're doing. And so the more yeah. we get that word out, the more people are aware that, one, you're out there, and two, that they can help. Yes. They can be part of that Matthew 25. Matthew 25. And segueing into that, we have our open house on September 29th. So um, 1410 Cavett Avenue, that's our office. And that's where you can really learn and see, meet the staff, meet the directors of the programs, ask questions, you know, understand more. If you already know us, come on out anyway. We're going to feed you. It's fun. Sounds like a it's deal. festive. It's a Friday, again, on that Friday theme. Yeah. And so um, I really invite everyone to come out anytime between 1030 a.m., 1, 1 o'clock. Come on out and visit us. And uh, we have a lot of community partners, local leaders that have already signed up and RSVP'd. So Deacon Mike, I know you can stop by and um, it's going to be great. We'll, we'll be honored in your, with you as, to be there as well. Well, uh, consider this your invitation. Uh, John Pachi, thank you very much for being on the show today. Thank you all for having and- me. We will be back for the second part of the show after the short break we're going to take. All right. God bless. Thank you. All this I can. I am.